0: Martha Stewart seems like the type of person who you get a few drinks in her, goes buck wild. Oh, yes. Buck wild. She's
1: like 70, though.
0: I bet she parties all night.
1: (laughs) All night. I bet they have like scones at that party. Oh, and they're great. Yeah. But she's going
0: nuts. Yes. It won't start that way. But once drink three hits. Martha's getting loose. Once, of her, once drink three of the, the juniper berry uh, mint oh. punch oh, <laughs> gets yes. in your system, she's ready to go. Off the rails. Off the rails. And then she'll go to work on time, 6 a.m. next day. Yeah, nothing happens. Nothing happens. No. And if you say a word, you get disappeared. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Martha Stewart. That's a party I want to go to. <laughs> It is April, ladies and gentlemen, and we oh, it are, is it is April, and we are in the Straight red Plex, recording the one and only Straight Red. Yeah. I am, of course, your host, Jeff Ross, and with me, as always, Alex Kibler, who said if push comes to shove, <gasps> he'd kill a man. Whoa! Alex, what scenario?
1: I-, <laughs> I said nothing of the sort, What firstly. scenario? Well, the- I get it. I understand. I mean, this is well, for the I'll listeners. I'll tell you. One scenario is if uh, your one of your good friends clogs your Twitter feed all day with no, in like unrecognizable nonsense about some fantasy he's having. Walking through, Jeff is sitting next to me, and he's shaking his head because I'm talking about you, Jeff. I couldn't read my Twitter some today. Some people <laughs> don't understand art. You're an artist. I understand that. I understand it.
0: You will look back on this
1: <laughs> as Goodness. a pinnacle.
0: Scholars will <laughs> Scholars will talk about this moment. For any of you loyal followers of At Jeff Is Famous, the only Twitter handle you should follow. Oh, I don't know about that. No, I do. Okay. <laughs> if you followed that Twitter handle, you would have noticed on April first, twenty fifteen, it turned into a story.
1: That's two days ago for you and future land they
0: know where they are so you're assuming everybody listens to this on time i doubt that they do uh, it might not be two days come to your house
1: if you're not gingers I expect more from you. He
0: will deliver on that threat. (laughs) It is terrifying. Well, Alex Kibler, I don't know if you're aware of this, but we do a soccer podcast. We do sometimes, yeah. Yeah, from time to time. Yeah, We had some games yet again. Before we get into these games, can I make an overarching statement about these games? Yes. Lackluster games. Let me tell you why. A lot of these teams were not (laughs) the real teams. I said it last week. I'll say it again this week. Too many folks were in, in the international break. I support players going to the international break i don't support games happening during the international break
1: right and we saw some teams play in a way that they don't normally play that's a good point we i feel like you it's highlighting the lack of depth in this league Mm um and we'll get to the new york city match a little bit later on but it was especially evident in that match when when three of your best attacking options are all missing uh it's, the the teeth sort of came out of the, the team there, really definitely. The teeth came out of the team. That what a, sounds like gross what a nightmare I know. vision that is.
0: <laughs> April, oh Fools. My goodness, April Fools. April Fools, <laughs> which as you noted was two days in the past from the listener's perspective. Right
1: now, I'm living it. Listen, you get to look back and laugh at this, Gingers. I'm living the nightmare <laughs> right now. <laughs>
0: Oh so one of the games that we wanted to talk about or I should say Alex S Kibler wanted to talk about was RSL versus Toronto Pandemonium
1: Pandemonium If you did you see this match? I only saw the end of the match when well, it went crazy. It did go crazy. I feel like in the Match 80s, went insane. In the 87th minute RSL was up 1-0 and in the 90th minute they were up 2-1. What happened? If you're Toronto, well, Toronto equalized and then gave well, away a I, weak I, I set know, piece. I know what
0: happened.
1: I think there's a theme this week, and we're going to talk about that theme. But the theme is poor center back play. And if you're Oof. Toronto, you've got to be shooting yourself because you had three guys. So here's here's basically the breakdown of the final Break it goal. Break yeah. So the final play, uh, the final goal, excuse me, for RSL, you have a situation where um, – Two center backs attempt to mark three attackers and actually mark approximately zero of them. No one was marked. It was really amazing. It was incredible. In a weird way, that's impressive. Like soccer, they were playing the game where you try to put the knife between your fingers. They just couldn't, you know, just stab yourself in the finger. Everyone, That's a poor analogy.
0: You might remember that moment from the 1986 film Aliens.
1: Did they play that in Aliens. What's the guy's name where he's like, put him in a body, but no, that's a, that's, that's it's a whole different movie. No, but it's the same voice though. It might be Is I the Bill same Paxton? guy. No.
0: All right. I don't know what
1: to do. With uh, what's Michael the Michael Bean. The, no. The Sigourney really... Weaver. <laughs> no. I've a... listened
0: the cast from Aliens.
1: <laughs> the guy who's like, um, they're in the walls, man. He's doing like that 80s voice.
0: Bill Paxton.
1: Is that his name? Yeah. I thought that was the guy who played the president in Independence Day.
0: They have a similar name. They, Bill Pullman is that. See, guy. okay. That's that guy. That's not that, completely no, crazy. That's the guy right. who plays. You're right. They have similar names, but they're different people. <laughs> but you're thinking of Bill Paxton, who says Game Over Man. Like, Game Over in the movie Man. Aliens.
1: That's the one. That's what I'm to And there's a say.
0: scene they're in. We're, we're all, all off topic now. They're in the cafeteria. <laughs> yes. All right. I'm and, sorry, Jedros. I can't. And Bishop, who's an android, does this thing where he does the knife thing over your hand. Oh yeah, really fast, really fast, and people go nuts about it. And then that's when Sigourney Weaver discovers that he's an android, and then she freaks out because she doesn't work with synthetics.
1: That's, I to say, don't they call them synthetics though? Yeah, they yeah, do.
0: Because yeah, it yeah. went wrong in the previous movie.
1: Aliens is great. It. it well, I wouldn't go that far.
0: I will. <laughs>
1: Anyway, RSL Toronto. Was that what we if were doing? You're, if you're Toronto, how gutted are you? You feel like you have a lot of your oh. best players out for international duty. You have Michael Bradley and Josie Altidore out for international duty. you were in duty. this game. You were in the game. You, you played actually game. a pretty decent game. But you... At, you, at, at, at the, the Riot. the Riot, which I think they've taken zero points there ever. I think ever. I was reading that statistic. Ever. Um You've got to be absolutely gutted on the plane back to Toronto. Especially
0: Ugh. after that late equalizer. You oh thought we're going to at least walk out of exactly. here with the point.
1: You've got to be elated. Ugh. And you know how
0: long their road trip is. They don't play at home until almost the end of May.
1: Yeah. I think, wasn't it that Alan kid, the, the guy who scored the goal, what's his name? Uh, I'd have to look it up. I think it's, it's Alan. His last name is Alan. Hang on. I have I'm right
0: going to just say Allen.
1: O- Allen's okay. my father's yeah. middle name. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, indeed. It's also my older brother's middle name. I think it's it was his debut and this it's I mean what a way to score on your debut, man. Oh. If you're ugh, it's great. Luscious. But you
0: lose right like minutes later. Yeah. Was it even 2 minutes later?
1: No, it was a minute later. Minute it was the later. next minute, yeah. Minute later. Javier Morales had a great game. Uh Mulholland had a great game. It it's RSL's playing well right now. And and you need if you're Toronto, you need your full Regiment of players to contend at the riot. You just do.
0: Now, I can complain about RSL's uniforms, their jerseys, their colors for a long time because they're ugly. But... They are that organization is so well run. It
1: really is so well run.
0: Their academy's great. Their coaching's great. Their scouting department is fantastic. Yeah. Like, who are these guys that yeah. they find? And they find these gems left and right. They're always competitive. <laughs> Ever since Jason Christ took over the coaching there, and has continued on after he has passed uh, on to another team, they look good, and they look good every year. Yeah, good on them. Watch out for RSL in the West. Moving the- on. New England got a win. Oh, New England two. New England San Jose win. one. New England got a win. Not now,
1: only a win, they scored two goals after scoring none just last week. What did we say? We said you've got to get Charlie Davies on the field. You got to find a place for Agadello and Davies to be on the field at the same time. It happens, and look what happens. Look, we're what savants. Happens. We're soccer savants. We're soccer savants.
0: Soccer idiot (laughs) savant. But that is what we said, and I think everybody knew that. The team knew that. Perhaps it was a formation issue. Perhaps it was a fitness issue. It may have been, yes. It may have been a fitness issue, but you get Davies out there at the same time Agadello's out there, you're going to win some games. You are. And let's look at this roster on paper. Imagine a healthy Teal Bunbury, who allegedly is back to health. All right. Jermaine Jones will be coming back at some point. Yeah. You have Lee Wynn on this team. Yeah. You have Diego Fagundes on this team. You do. You have a lot of offensive firepower on this team.
1: And and I honestly, it's, you, you, and what you're seeing, I think, right now, is a player like Kellen Rowe, who had himself a oh, game. A great game. And he Playing continue. for his life. He's playing for his life. And, and, and he'll continue having great games. He's playing for it, for his career, really, in that, in that town.
0: I do wonder, and I know New England fans wonder this as well, if they were able to hold on to Patrick Mullins, what you'd be looking at right mm-hmm. now. hmm Mm-hmm. I still don't know why they left him unprotected in the expansion draft.
1: Well, it's. They're still going to be
0: fine. Yeah. They're going to be fine, but I think he actually fits in very well with their current team. Uh, and it's a shame that he's not there. But New England, you won against what appears to me to be a very good San Jose oh, team. Oh, I
1: definitely think they're very good, yes. I think. This is not San Jose of last no. season. No. I, I think you have a playmaker in Innocent and McGar that's going to make a lot of a difference this year. I really do.
0: Oh, he looks so good out there. I love him, innocent out there. I think he's going to become a very popular player. And I just read the other day that he will be changing to just innocent on the back of his jersey, and I love it. Mix
1: trendsetter. He's a trendsetter. Trendsetter. Everyone's falling in line with the Mix. I'm glad... Nordic Messi. <laughs> I'm glad that this is no longer something that only Brazilian
0: players get to yeah, do. Yeah, I agree. Like other people should have. Or David Villa. He gets his full name on the back of his jersey.
1: Well, I'm just saying. I we, want more players we like we that. We act like it's some like incredibly reverent thing to allow a Brazilian player to put whatever they want. No. It's it just is, weird. One day they were like, I'm just going to put my whatever, my nickname on it. It's always a that. nickname. It's yeah. not even their name. Yeah. How come Hulk gets to run around with the name Hulk on the like back Kaka of his jersey? Because is not his name, is it? It's not. His name's Ricardo. Yeah. I don't know. It and is. His Ronaldinho, name is Ricardo. Inyo isn't that like little? Junior. Yeah, yeah. So like, like he's junior. Ron. Yeah, he's little Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah.
0: Or Chicharito is the you, little P.
1: Yeah, I found out that he's a Mexican. Kubo player, Torres. Do you know what that means? You know why he's called Kubo Torres? I don't know
0: what Kubo means, but I do know his first name is
1: Eric. It means uh, it means cube quite literally, but it's oh, it means, well. they're talking about a brick, and it's because his head is so square. <laughs>
0: I did not know is that. Is that not amazing? That
1: is amazing. Uh,
0: I know that's off topic, but Kubo Torres, when he comes into Houston this summer, oh they're going to love that player
1: yeah. down there. I think they're going to be quite good as well. He's going to
0: score goals for fun. Yeah. So those were the big matches this weekend, because I actually was not that impressed with a lot of the games. Uh, you and I were both. Well, bold. the
1: matchups I wasn't impressed with. I think the Montreal-Orlando City oh, match that, was a Drew, very exciting game. How did I skip game? that? How yes. did I skip that?
0: Orlando comes to this game. Alex Kibler. Were you aware of this? 15 players. That's ridiculous. They had 15 players in this game. That's absolutely ridiculous. I think only their goal, their second goalkeepers, the second goalkeeper Zill the didn't play. You're <laughs> so right. You bring 15 players, and I will admit I said this was going to be a loss. I didn't see how it could work. I just didn't see it. Orlando came back after, let's face it, Montreal was owning that game for most of that game. I would agree. But then they scored two goals within about a minute and a half. Yeah. Pedro Ribeiro is, is a
1: heck of a player. Heck of a player. Great find that they have there. Yeah. And of course, Kaká delivered. And played the game without a number on his jersey. What was the deal with that? I
0: don't know why they didn't get switched in
1: halftime. I don't know. I need to look into it. He, I listen, don't he understand. doesn't need a name. Clearly you, not. You know him from his work. Ooh, you see, yeah, very good nice, yeah, very you. nice, you're getting better, Alex I, I just want to make another comment How many ridiculous goals is Jack McInerney going to score? He's making like a, a habit oh, out man. of scoring just ridiculous volleys, flicks, chips I always liked life. Jack Mac and I I liked him in Philly and I liked him in Montreal
0: I don't understand why <laughs> Philly made that trade, but they did Yeah And he's going to do well in Montreal. He's doing well now. Uh, I really wish Cameron Porter did not get hurt. He was looking so bright for them. And the reason I bring that up is they have a Champions League game on Tuesday. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: They're going down to Costa Rica. I'm curious what it is that they're going to be able to do down there. They've got a shot. They've got a shot. But it's going to be tough.
1: New I'm York City, FC nil, Kansas City won. The game was gross. Ned Grabavoy going to Grabavoy, Wide open header, 91st oh. minute. Just whatever. I'm just going to hit whatever. over here. <laughs> just do whatever. Just do whatever. This is one of those games that highlights the depth issue in this league. Oh, my God. You take out uh, Via with a late game scratch with an ab strain. Yeah. You take out Kyrie Shelton, who's been sort of their spark plug coming in off the bench. But for international duty... FIFA
0: dates MLS. Come yeah,
1: on. You, you take out Adam Nimitz who's been their sort of hold up man, aerial threat, and all of a sudden the teeth come out of the team completely.
0: Oh, that phrase, the teeth come out.
1: It's pretty horrific, really, when you think horrific about it. Phrase. But shout out uh, Tony Taylor and Poku getting your first uh, yeah, run outs. Listen, I like what Poku can add to this team. He's I get the sense that Jason Kreiss is trying to craft a team of players who sort of value possession above all else. And, and what you see then is, in, especially in the middle of the park, players who receive the ball run back at, towards their own goal and maybe play the, the ball backwards a lot more than they'll play sort of uh, attacking balls forward. Mm. Poku is not that guy. Nope. Poku will turn and run at you. And, and that's what I really like about his play is he will change the point of attack because he's going to run right at your face. We uh, you, you don't see that with Jacobson, and frankly, you don't see it with Mix Diskerud either. He can make a good pass forward, but he's not yeah, going to run. He's not, at
0: you. and he's not going to muscle anyone no, off of anything. Certainly He's not, not. He's
1: not a big yeah. man.
0: I will say this about this NYCFC uh,
1: Sporting Kansas City game: this was an ugly game. It was. It was an ugly game. But Matt Beazler once again made himself useful. That long throw <laughs> is an absolute weapon. It, and him and Akapara, first of all, are having a great year in great the center year. back positions Matt for Beazler's that team.
0: long throw-in is functionally an additional corner kick.
1: Uh, at Yankee Stadium, where you have the league minimum width of the pitch. It's uh, a corner yes, kick. it's a corner kick. It's a corner kick. Now, I don't want to take anything away from the finish. The finish was fantastic.
0: But the fact that you can get a long throw all the way to the goal. Yeah. Th- I've, I I they the wealth of this the the fact that they should be doing this constantly of course they do and so Kansas City looked very good and compared to NYCFC their defense was way stronger Yeah yeah I was sitting on the first baseline for this particular
1: game. I take things you don't hear about soccer games for a thousand years. <laughs> uh, I, I was sitting on the
0: first baseline for this particular game. And I will say this, and you will not like it, Alex Kibler, but New York City FC in this game looked like they had never played with each other before. I would agree with that. They were unorganized. Yeah. they were. Each individual player was like, I'm just playing my position. Yeah, That's how it that. felt. Was
1: like, I'm, You know what? I'm on the left. I'm just doing that. I wonder if there's been almost too much emphasis put on possession. It's sort of like, I will do anything to not lose possession and therefore not make myself look bad.
0: And these guys, some of these guys, I don't think they're getting a lot of first team minutes even in training.
1: Yeah, I, that might be true.
0: So they look a little unsure of themselves and Sporting Kansas City was the better team and they deserved to win.
1: I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, DC United won, LA Galaxy nil. Oh, you know that burns me. My my good friend Nick Grayson, who sent us an email, which we'll get to a little bit later on. Your good friend said, well, I, uh, <laughs> "Listen, hey, I'm the one who read his email the first time." Uh, All right. <laughs> said very specifically that uh, LA Galaxy got out Alan Gordon. Ooh, D- DC well done, Alan Gordon, the Alan Gordons. Very nice, right? So we true. Scoring right at the last minute, L.A., clearly the better team in this match.
0: On every statistical measure of this game, L.A. is the better team, except the one that counts,
1: goals. Bill Hamid is sort of, you know, it's amazing because he's having sort of the, he's clearly the best uh, goalkeeper at the beginning of the season for the first month, I would say, but I would, but I think part of it is because he has to save so many chances. (laughs)
0: So many chances, so many chances. The fact that L.A. didn't get anything in the back of the net is, well, I was about to say surprising, but it's not. All of their games have Robbie been like Robbie Keane was not... But all of their games yeah. so far this season have been like that. They've had a lot of chances. Clear chances. Chances that, I'll tell you this much, LA in June is going to hit these. Yeah. But LA right now is not. Yeah. They'll get better. They'll get much better. They seem to do this every year. Nikki, answer that for me. This seems to happen every <laughs> season with LA. They start the season, you're like, what is this team? And then come June, July, they turn it on and they run right to the MLS Cup.
1: If you're now, though, if you're in L.A. and you're without Giassi Zardes and you frankly dominate a match like that, regardless of that fact, I think you can't go in, home anything other than optimistic.
0: You have to be optimistic. Yeah. This is one of the few teams in MLS
1: that does have depth. Yeah. Moving on. Columbus 1, uh, New York Red Bulls 2. I was shocked I took hashtag new crew in this game, I believe. You know, you did, yes. We'll get to the scores later on. Red but- Bulls look good and it's funny because the three goals that were scored were kind of fluky weird goals yeah. despite the fact that both teams looked good going forward it was those chances that they couldn't finish but it was the ridiculous chances three that chances. they could finish but yeah. it, but I in the run of play yeah they look good, a team. Yes, they they
0: look very well organized. They clearly have bought into whatever it is Jesse Marsh is selling.
1: I think it's a question of balance. I feel sure. like I feel like when Henri was on the team, it was sort of let's give it to Henri and then he's going to do something. He's and now it's like sort of like everyone understands that they've got to draw defenders, they've got to run the channels, they have to show for the ball. And Red Bulls, I think, are clearly the best team in the Eastern Conference.
0: Well, literally, they are. They're at the top of the East. Well, I mean, now. but
1: like in terms of how they're but, playing uh, as well, who
0: who would you take above no, them? No one.
1: But, yeah. I think that's easy. Your next best
0: bet is Orlando, and I'm not taking Orlando with them right
1: now. Vancouver 2, Portland 1. I've been on the Vancouver bandwagon, ladies and gentlemen. And you
0: know I hate to give Alex Kibler credit for anything, <laughs> but he has been on the Vancouver
1: bandwagon. I was a Vancouver skeptic. I was a Whitecaps skeptic. But I've seen it now. Nine points from three matches. Uh, not, now, not against, you know, the Dallasers no, of the world. they're not
0: playing the best teams right now, but they look good. And they when they did lose confident. the first match
1: against Toronto, it was because it looked disorganized. And they've looked every bit look the most organized more. team in the league uh, coming into this. Uh, I think they were clearly the better team on the, on the field, despite the fact that Portland... Oh, if you're Portland... Oh, hard. And you look at and you look at how good your attacking play has been, and you see you know Fernando Adi and uh, uh, Darlington Nagby. Yes, uh, what did I say? Fernando, is that not what it is? It's Fernando. Oh, there's no R. No, I don't think so. Really? Wait a minute. All right. Here. Oh my god, I got it wrong. Hey, 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 Jeff Ross back on top. This just in, Jeff corrected me on something. Uh, hey, hey. But if I mean, where is their center back play? I good. mean, if you're Portland good. and you're god. looking for. More, frankly, out of Liam Ridgewell and Nat Borchers. I mean, it's just not good enough. Not good enough.
0: As you said, top of the show, there's a lot of center back issues right now. There are. A lot of teams have center back issues. Someone somewhere needs to sign. (laughs) Like, they need to sign somebody of value. Yeah. I don't know who it's going to be, but someone's going to sign one player, and they don't even have to be the best. No. This could
1: be someone coming out of uh, like League One or well, something, but if the they're thing. good. If you're Sporting Kansas City and you have Aikopara and Matt Beasler, how are you not dealing Aikopara for some, a position of need? I mean, come on. You, you have the two best center backs players. in the league far and away at this point. In you the, can move in the for a real player, yes. but I would ask
0: this to you. What does Sporting Kansas
1: City need right now? That's a good point. You know? Uh like frankly, why would- they need Dom Dwyer to start finishing, but right that but won't that's, solve a that yeah, that's a matter exactly, of time. Yeah, a matter of time. He's
0: one of these players who just shoots constantly. Yeah.
1: And one of those will go in. Yeah. FC Dallas 0, Seattle 0. Tell me the stat. This is the first game in the history of the league where there were no shots on goal from either team. Astonishing. That's ridiculous. Astonishing. And they're between two teams who are known for their offensive. Exactly. Their power. I just can't even get over that. It's ridiculous. Astonishing.
0: I will say this. This, to me, is actually making FC Dallas more of a legitimate threat. Sure. Because they went up against a team that I have as an early MLS Cup favorite, Seattle, and they held them to zero goals. Yeah. That being said, this also shows that Dallas is—I'm sorry, that Seattle is good. They didn't give up any goals. Well,
1: Dallas hit the woodwork. I mean, that's, that's part of it as well. But— you know, Seattle did what they did. They dramatically outpossessed Dallas. Mm-hmm. Dallas, at the same time, they will look good going forward. Blas Perez had a great game, just despite the fact that they didn't score. Mm-hmm. So it's it's you know it's it's tough to take away from this anything other than positives uh, for for especially if you're FC Dallas. Seattle. I feel like you 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 expect more from yourself, but you also have to realize that you don't have yes. a Clint Dempsey there.
0: Yes. If you're a Seattle fan, this is not a red flag. This is not a panic moment. But you did feel you could have won this away match.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was a winnable match, and you didn't win it. But you walk away with one point against a good team. It didn't show that you're a bad team. You expect a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I I'm sorry, I correct myself. I meant to say Tesho Eckendelli had a great match, but he is away on international duty. Name, yeah. Some of these players have just phenomenal names. <laughs> they really do. This Tesho, is this the greatest innocent. year in, uh, in MLS history of names. <sighs> it's gotta be close. it's gotta be up there, right? It's gotta be up there. Anyway, Houston Nil, no, Colorado Nil. No. Whatever. What do you say about <laughs> <me>? <laughs> Whatever.
0: That's mean. Don't be mean. I can't help myself. I will say this. Uh, Colorado seems to be solving a lot of the issues that they had last year. Yeah. They're not giving up goals like they used to, uh, but they don't seem to be scoring them all that often.
1: I feel like a theme for Houston this year has been settling for, for shots that aren't optimal. And they're, they're afraid to make that last pass. They're sort of snatching at the ball, and they're shooting from outside the box and all this kind of stuff. Settle down if you're Dallas. I mean, excuse me, if you're Houston, because you have the talent. They have the
0: talent and when Kubo Torres comes in, yes. As long as you get the service up to Torres, yeah. those are goals, my friend. Those are goals.
1: And finally, Chicago won Philadelphia nil. Who saw that one coming? I thought that family. game was witnessed by dozens. There were and, and, and don't worry, we have a stand <laughs> no, in session who looked into this. Don't yeah, worry. We did. That game had sixteen people it did. In, in in the crowd. Uh no all no. joking. Oh, I'm sorry. Good job. Yeah. All joking aside, um, good for Chicago. Philly, put your finishing boots on. Y- you've left so many sitters this year; it's ridiculous. Yes, Chicago had more chances than you, but you've got to put the You had easier chances and you missed all of them. It's Sebastian latou has got to finish. I'm sorry. Which he used to be known for. Yeah, exactly. What is going on there?
0: Philadelphia is now on their sixth season. They've only been in the playoffs once, and they're in the East.
1: Yeah, these things are not b- bode well for uh, our heroes. <laughs> yeah,
0: you got you to gotta get it done. Now, Alex Kibler, yeah. you're an American and a proud <laughs> yes, one.
1: that's correct. I've seen all these American flags you have both. Up here. <laughs> They're over top of the touchscreen
0: monitors. There's so many touchscreen monitors <laughs> and American flags. As you know, we have a dreaded rivalry with Switzerland.
1: Yeah, Ooh, I mean... Storied. Listen, last time we played, Michael Bradley got so stressed all of his hair fell out.
0: He's so proud of himself. I want I, everyone to know. That was a great joke. I don't know. We'll, leave, we'll open the polls on that one. <laughs> so the U.S. played Switzerland in Switzerland. Yeah. And Alex Kepler, you better
1: recognize. Oh, what a goal. What an absolute peach of a goal.
0: on uh, Literally the last Jay. act
1: of the half.
0: Last act half. They just the ran half. into,
1: into the, uh, in the locker room after right. that. The Shea free kick. Yes. Right in the
0: top corner.
1: Yes. Beautiful. Yes. Lovely. Hashtag
0: summer of Shea. It's coming. He's going to be in the gold <laughs> cup and he will be your hero yet again.
1: I will tell you, though, I mean, there's a lot to take away from this. Um, Timmy Chandler is a lineup and a skunk strap away from turning into DeAndre Yedlin, complete with, I mean, he, the the full attacking mm-hmm. abandon mm-hmm. and just saying, eh, you know, Defending, it's not for me. It's not my jam, really. When you're playing fullback, you kind of have to defend on yeah. occasion. And it's not so much his tenacity to win the ball back when he loses it. It's his positioning. He has no idea where he's supposed to stand as a right back. No idea at all.
0: Isn't that a coaching issue?
1: Well, that's I a great like point. I feel like that's
0: a coaching issue.
1: And Shakiri, first of all, for uh, for Switzerland. Switzerland, amazing player. I did not know that the 1996 movie Junior with Arnold Schwarzenegger was a documentary. I didn't know that when he had that baby, it turned into the Shakiri guy, because he basically looks like Vern Troyer and the, uh, Andre the Giant had a baby. Like it's ridiculous when you look at this man.
0: He spent a whole week writing.
1: He's that. like five foot tall, no inches. <laughs> no inches. No: he's, five five feet, tall. he's like five feet 275 pounds. He's built <laughs> like a bowling ball. And he like had that Franz ball. Ferdinand like haircut. Oh. You know it's just it's a weird look. That's all I could think of whenever he was on the screen. Great player. It is a weird Tremendous part. vision it is a weird for that part. player. Oh, and we got to listen to Brad Friedel. That was my favorite part, too. Brad is so strange. He, you know, the only thing that I could think of is he watched, like, a Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and was like, you know what? That's the accent for me, I think. Yeah, that's the, what I want. <laughs> Kevin Costner fake accent. That's what I want.
0: <laughs> and it's a very weird accent because it's not quite a British accent. Right, exactly. So, if you were a British person, he would still sound like an American. He sounds kid. like an idiot, is what he sounds like. I don't understand what happened there. That does happen to people sometimes, not even like a personal affectation. Yeah. Some people, when they are in, they're overseas for an extended period of time, in Brad Friedolf's case, decades. <laughs> you live for an extended <laughs> period of time, uh, and you're just like a really empathetic person. You take on yeah, you to mannerisms fit in. Yeah. And, and, and phrases and stuff sure. of the people around you because that's where you live. Yeah. You know, that that's what the thing is. Yeah. Um, you can't do it hundred percent because you're not from there. Right. But it just in, it just infects yeah. the, the way that you speak, and you're not even trying. I don't think he's trying. No, it's just how it comes. He's trying, but I don't think he's the, I don't, I don't if you, you remember would. this, and no one who listens to this podcast will know what I'm talking about. But our boss, who came from. The U.K., but is an American. When he first arrived, he had weird speech patterns.
1: Yeah. That, see, the weird thing is for him is that he's from, like, West Virginia. So yeah. he has, like, a combination so it was of weird. redneck and, yeah.
0: And this weird, like, yeah, British weird. thing, especially <laughs> when he
1: first arrived. <laughs> yeah.
0: Then it was gone within a month. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it had to do with where he was. It's
1: assimilation, yeah. It's but assimilation. the U.S. looked good. I think, you know, certainly I, it, um, Switzerland outpossessed the United States. But mm. that being said, as you want to say... It's not all about possession here. It is not. Um, So it's exciting to see those front five players in that match going forward because all five of them look good. And frankly, they look good to the point where you have to sort of say, okay, wait a minute. Where does Mixed Discroot fit into this? Where does Clint Dempsey fit into this? Because Bedoya, I think at the moment, is got to be a first-team starter. I think... Josie plays as well off of Giassi Zardes as he's ever played off of anyone in the history of the men's national team.
0: Jossie matches his style yes. a lot better than Clint Dempsey, who I love.
1: Yes, yes.
0: you got to find a way to put Clint on the field, though. Yeah,
1: you have to find a way. Alfredo Morales, you know he he was anonymous for a lot of the match. I can do uh, him. Solid performance, not bad certainly. But I mean, you, I think the thing is, is that I feel like Bradley was not employed really in the traditional number ten role. He did get forward a lot more than Williams did. But we'll we'll have to see sort of what his role and in, evolves into. Something
0: that I want to talk about next week because we just don't have the time to get into it this week yeah. is what a theoretical Gold Cup squad looks like for Oof. us. We don't, have we, don't, no, we, we, don't. we don't have time, and we don't have time, but that is something that I would like to talk about. Yeah. So we have little pieces of news that happened yeah. this particular week. Innocent Amigara, who we've already spoken about, read a story. He's switching to innocent on the back.
1: That is fantastic. On the back of his jersey, he'll just go by innocent. I think that's amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, why? I hope that's true. I feel like you know, you have the NFL, where it's is, is extremely strict about naming mm, mm-hmm. and numbering regulations. Mm-hmm. Just have fun with it. Why not have fun with have it? Mom- as long
0: as it's not an offensive thing, right? Exactly. I don't have an issue with it. I like that
1: mix. His jersey says mix on the back. Yeah, I awesome. love that, and I love. That's, it's very important to Norwegian culture. Oh, very important. This is about
0: <laughs> respecting
1: Norwegian Americans. Sorry. Yes, there you go.
0: Norwegian Americans. Innocent should go, go by Innocent because he is a, what a
1: fantastic name. name. What a name. If my name was Innocent, I'd say it all the time. If I got a yellow card and I was Innocent in Magari, I'd be turning around like, no, I'm no, Innocent. That's innocent. Ah, a groaner. It's a dad joke.
0: You're getting ready. Uh, <laughs> so that happened. Then there was a news story that was broken by Fusion, a channel neither of us get on our cable systems. Oh, I didn't realize it was a television channel. Yeah, I told you that earlier. I didn't, wasn't listening. I was drinking. Uh, it's a classic Alex <laughs> Kibler. Steven Gerrard, you may know for being an LA Galaxy player, mm, mm-hmm. part of his contract is a house, a mansion, a Malibu mansion on the beach. That's part of the deal. And he doesn't have to pay for that.
1: If you're Minneapolis mm-hmm. or if you're Columbus uh-huh. or Salt Lake City, uh-huh. how do you – can you compete with that? Can you give someone like a really nice shack on the salt flats? Like I don't understand <laughs> no.
0: how you – I would not want to live on the salt flats. No, that sounds There's no terrible. Water there.
1: Yeah, that sounds really terrible.
0: It's part of the thing. No. No, you can't. You can't offer that. You can't offer beachfront property. If you're in Salt Lake but City, but you
1: brought up a great point earlier, which is sort of if in a salary capped league already crowded with stars, you have to find a way to differentiate yourself. And and frankly, it's great branding on the part Very of LA branding. Galaxy. And and but you know this is
0: something we can do. Yeah, it doesn't count as compensation for this player. It's not right. part of his Smart. salary. And you can go to Steven Gerrard, who's lived in, you know, rainy England his entire life, and say, hey, how about living on the beach? Mm. Like, oh, that's really appealing. Both of the New York teams have this appeal. Hey, how about living in New York? How does that sound? Yeah, exactly. Well, that sounds pretty good to a lot of folks. Right, right. But if you're Columbus, you're Kansas City, you're Minneapolis, as you've pointed out, you're even Chicago, for that matter, you're any of these smaller market teams. I hate to say Chicago kind of fits in that mold right now, but Mm -hmm. they do. You're going to have to get a little bit smarter about it. Yeah. You're going to have to get a little bit smarter about what it is you can offer. So, yes, there is salary. And L.A. can offer millions of dollars, which is more, far more than a lot of teams can offer. But they can also sweeten that deal because L.A. isn't really competing with MLS. Mm-hmm. They're competing on the global marketplace. Yeah. They're competing with a team in, you know, Dubai or something like that's who they're up against. Mm-hmm. Teams who can throw way more than the seven million that they can throw around. Like, you have to sweeten that deal.
1: You do. You do.
0: We got some ginger mail.
1: We did. And we I want to give a shout out before mail. we move on to that to to Nick Grayson for pointing out, uh, to me anyway, George, uh, Jeff had already uh, heard about the, the Stephen Gerard thing. But thank you for bringing that to our attention. But we did get a new email. Ginger mail. From our friend Nicholas Grayson in California. Uh, he he writes, People Hi, find Alex. What? He goes by Nikki. We have to say the right name. People are going Hi. to find him. What? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. You his gave social out his security full number get is his no. name. People will find him now. We got a ginger mail from our friend Nikki in California. He's actually been part of this pod before. Uh, He writes Hey, Alex and Jeff, apologies for the delay. Listen, you can take your time with the emails. Take your time. you, You are responsible for two thirds of the emails that we have ever received. He says That's not true. Almost. Of we the get, ones we put on the pod. That's the one, enough. yes. We've got
0: another email this that email. you refuse
1: to put on the pod. <laughs> well, I don't want to read who it's. Twitter suggests that we uh, add. Uh, this email is coming at you live. I mean, it's delayed because that's how email works. See, he gets our jokes, man. From sunny, it's actually somewhat overcast Los Angeles. In an effort to make you both sad, I have attached screenshots of both the forecast for Los Angeles and the forecast for New York. How dare you? First of all, that's just cruel. How dare you? And he does have questions for us, gentlemen. So, wait, why did I call? I'm talking to the dog and Jeff, apparently. Uh about so both men's questions. We're so, both men. You both have been to NYCFC home matches. What's the atmosphere there really like? Are the Yankees Ushers hard asses like they are during Yankee games? Uh, the MLS now video with Rachel Bonetta <laughs> uh, made it seem like the atmosphere was extremely reminiscent of the environment of other MLS squads, but I can't tell if that's because it was opening day or what. Jeff.
0: A Couple of things to say. Yeah. One, were you aware that I interviewed for that job that Rachel has? Is that the one that that's you that you
1: sent the video of? Yeah, that's the joke. Oh, my gosh. She's great. She is great. But I interviewed for that job. I would anyway. rather kiss her than you. That is fair. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: I have issues with okay. that stance. <laughs> I have
1: well, issues with we'll that We'll discuss stance. those after well, the podcast after is after the over. Pond.
0: But it's fair. It's yeah. a fair stance. I would say the environment at... Yankee Stadium, for MLS games, is very fun, very open. It did not feel like the uh, ushers didn't want us to be there. I'd agree with that. Um, my biggest complaint, and I've said this before, is the security situation there. Like, yeah, you have to go through good. metal detectors to get into Yankee Stadium, and it really, really slows down just getting to the game. You have yeah. to factor that in. Uh, the fans there are very excited. They, they definitely want to be there. They're definitely into it. However, the most educated fans right now is literally the third rail.
1: Yeah. Everybody else is still kind of in a, oh, this is a thing that's happening. Right, exactly. I think, I think that's exacerbated by the fact that, that that building is cavernous. They are playing in... building's huge. It's massive. And so when you're on television, sometimes what you're hearing is not necessarily... You don't really hear... The excitement in the crowd, I think partly because of, of, frankly, how big the building is.
0: It's a huge building, and it's not built for this sport. No. So in that first game, you get 42, 43,000 people in there. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was amazing. The second game I went to, a sloppy game, there's 27,000 fans there. Yeah. Which is well above yeah. the MLS average. Oh, well above. However, that's about half the capacity of Yankee Stadium. Right. So it looks like an empty stadium. Yeah. With twenty seven thousand
1: people there. It was also bitter cold that day, but yes. It
0: snowed it during the during game. the game,
1: yes. That was freezing. It was terrible.
0: <laughs> it was colder in that game than the earlier game that happened two weeks before. Yeah,
1: it's amazing. Oh the weather is such is life, Jeff.
0: Question number two. Just move Los Angeles
1: here. Yeah, that, that's what we all need to do. The new away kit tops. I'm assuming he's talking about the, the men's national team. The new away kit tops are fine, but the shorts are bad, right? I don't really have a passionate stance on this. Okay. I feel like if you're going to make your shirts look like the ink toner's running out, that you should make the tops. I mean, the, the shorts look that way, too. You want striped bottoms? Yes, striped bottoms. Striped all of them write that down question number 3 what are you guys' thoughts on taylor swift jeff do you have any thoughts on taylor i don't think about taylor swift I didn't think about Taylor Swift either until she had that Welcome to New York song when she'd lived here for approximately 45 minutes. It's been minutes. waiting for you. Yeah, exactly. That's how it goes, right? Yeah, and it, it, that's like a thing now. I, yeah, it sounds like Robert Goulet singing it, but I don't know. <laughs> hey, I do
0: what I can. You do what you I'm can. I'm working on my Taylor Swift impression.
1: I'm a I don't fan of Taylor a, Swift. Are you? Yeah. I only
0: I know that Shake It Off song. That's, yeah. That
1: sounded fun. It, it was fun.
0: Sounded fun. I don't have any strong opinions on her, except uh, she write her hand. When she writes by hand, it looks weird. She holds pencil straight. What? Look this up. Everybody, gingers, <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> Everyone strap in, listen yeah, to me. Yeah, okay. You're in a good uh Wait,
1: Taylor is this Swift, my beer or your beer?
0: This is mine. Mine's on a coaster because Why is I'm this a gentleman. That's
1: like not empty. That's yours. No, Mine's this there. there. My first beer is mine. there. You left this no, here. My first beer is there. No, this isn't mine. This is mine. I'm going to drink it anyway. All right. Despite the fact that it's yours. If it
0: is mine, that would be as if you were kissing me. So, (laughs) Google this, genders. Taylor Swift writes weird. Just write, just Google that. She holds pencils a, really a, strange. A webpage that Jeff created. <laughs> I didn't create it. It's not me. She holds pencils real weird.
1: Uh, question number four. Why the hell is the MLS All Star game being played at Denver at Dick Sporting Goods Park? Before I
0: answer that, remember in Transformers, the, the, the actress in Transformers? She has a weird thumb.
1: Look that about, up. Uh, Megan Fox. She's really attractive, but she mm-hmm. has weird thumbs? Google Megan Fox thumb. She's not Meg, right? That's Mila Kunis. Yes. Okay. She's attractive. Okay. She also does gym want, Beam commercials. I want
0: everyone to realize that Alex Kibler finds anyone who's a woman attractive. That's it just not doesn't true. matter. It's, it's the, all of you. All <laughs> three and a half billion of you. Alex Kibler
1: says, hey, she's attractive. I mean, and all the men you find attractive? No. How did this go wrong? <laughs> oh, and, and more importantly, though, and not at Avaya Stadium. That's a great question. So I think Nikki's
0: 100% correct yes, here. Yes, I agree. You have a brand new. Beautiful stadium. Why is the All Star Game not there? Yeah, just have it there. They would love to have it. They're well suited to have it. It's in a great market. It'll be warm. This All Star Game, even though it'll happen in July, knowing Colorado, six feet of snow. That's what I'm predicting. Mm-hmm. Dick I- Sporting Goods Park is all right, but it's also now the l- the smallest capacity stadium. Yeah, in, I don't want to take
1: away from Dick Sporting Goods Park because it's a great it's a great building, but. I think you are missing a chance to showcase Avaya Stadium by doing it this way.
0: Yeah, and they those great really fans really yeah. should have done Avaya Stadium. I also want to know who we are playing. Yeah, in this it has not been announced, and I haven't actually heard any good rumors about who it may be. But if it's as it has been in the past, like a big European side, you're playing them in the smallest MLS stadium. Yeah, yeah, it's not
1: ideal. Not, it's not ideal. ideal. Yeah. Question number five: Does NYCFC get a stadium during the De Blasio administration? I'm going with yes. Alex Kibler
0: gave me a look that says he's going to go with no, but let me go with yes for a moment, explain (sighs) it, while Alex Kibler gathers his thoughts and tears apart my argument. (laughs) De Blasio's not going to give him a dime. They're not going to get a dime from the city of New York. That isn't going to happen. But I do believe they will be able to do this privately. They will be able to get a privately financed stadium while Bill De Blasio is mayor of New York. I think it'll happen. And where you will get cooperation from de Blasio is infrastructure things. If there's going to be any sort of improvement to subways, any sure. sort of improvement to parks, any sort okay. of improvements to uh, public facilities, facilities that could have other pe- other uses, other people could get access to them, that's something he would support. But you're not going to get a tax break. You're not going to get some you know, uh, hotel fees going to go towards the creation of this stadium. It's right. not going to happen. Right. He may help you get a land deal but you're going to have to have the money. Keep in mind, this is the Yankees and the City Football Group who combined, true fact, have more money than the United States of America.
1: That might be true, but I uh, I want to say yeah, I think they will get it done. You know, the more I think about it, I think it's I feel like what happened is there was a lot of rumor and a lot of talk about the potential site near Yankee Stadium in the Bronx and it mm-hmm. sort of went south on them. And so I think everything right now is being played extremely close to the vest. And I think that... They haven't said a word. You won't hear a thing until it's done, basically, is what I think is going to happen. And I, I, I hope that see here's the funny part though yeah there are places they could put it right now if they wanted to and i feel like the city football group and the yankees do not want to put it at these places because they're out of the way they're not the best locations Let's hear the list i feel like okay so there's a, a place out near the aqueduct in in queens which if you don't know where that is that's extremely far away from downtown it's manhattan it's it's a it's a it's it's almost an hour probably from Times square on mm-hmm. the a-train Um, And then, not to mention, you would probably have to then walk a great deal from the train to the location. I think eventually what will happen is... You will see some sort of bundling of the stadium with a new park or something, but I think you're going to see it in a place that you might not expect. I think there are places in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, where you could put the the stadium. There's a lot of warehouses over there that don't really have much of a use anymore and they there shouldn't be that hard to buy out mm-hmm. um and there's not a lot of organization in the community to sort of maybe oppose something like a stadium mm-hmm. i i I think they have the money to make it happen. It's just a matter of how do they sweeten the pot so that the state of new york will go for it
0: yeah and and don't rule out red hook in brooklyn either i think you could find some space there but i think it's gonna happen in the bronx i think that first deal that fell through will get done i think that deal will get done oh really i do oh and you know why it's because no one's talking about it anymore Mm -hmm. and part of that this is me being maybe a bit too cynical. I will give that much. But part of me feels that it's not being talked about anymore because someone somewhere has to cave on what it is they said publicly. That's a good point. So we're not going to be in the news about it. Right. There is, for those who don't follow this and why would you, there is a factory Really close by Yankee Stadium. It's basically across across the street from Yankee Stadium, mm-hmm. where they build. My understanding is elevator parts, but not elevators.
1: Right. <laughs> you could probably make an elevator out of what they make. But... Probably, but yeah. they
0: don't actually manufacture elevators. It also shocks me that there is manufacturing in the Bronx. Yeah, but there indeed. is. They own enough land that you could put a stadium there that seats like 20, 25, something yeah. like that. That's the land, allegedly, that Yankees want. The issue is, where do you move this factory? I think a land swap is what will happen. Mm. You'll hear all this talk about, like, oh, they're looking at something in Queens or whatever. That's where the factory's going Ooh, to go. Oh, Interesting. That's where the factory is going to go. And then they're going to build their stadium across the street from Yankee Stadium because that's where the Yankees are. They're the Bronx Bombers. That's where they are. There's already a train station there. Everyone's already prepared for sporting events there. You don't have to convince that local community like, oh, what about sporting events? They do bigger ones, frankly.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. You
0: don't have to have this argument. You just have them there in the Bronx. I think it's gonna get done in the same place where it was originally talked about. It's that it got the deal got too hairy and too many people were talking yeah. about it. Now you don't hear about it. You do it in the background, you shake hands, you do the land swap, you buy some cheap land in Bay Ridge or wherever, and that's where the factory goes. Mm-hmm. And then you build the stadium on that
1: land. Anyway, thanks, Nikki, for your email. Um, Always appreciate it. Before we get to the games this weekend, let's talk a little bit about our uh, scorekeeping We here. don't have to do that. Jeff. We don't have to do that. Jeff, uh, this last me. week you had three points. Damn. You correctly predicted the result, but not scores, of three matches. Why do we have to beat that Alex way? had six points. Yay! Boo! Alex is killing Including me, Including picking the RSL match with this... Correct result and the scoreline. So, leading into this weekend, Alex with an almost insurmountable twenty points. How dare
0: you, (laughs) Jeff? With fourteen. How dare you? Six points out of first place. Oh my goodness! Insurmountable. (laughs) Gingers, listen. It's out of touch already, man. Listen, out of touch is serious business. (laughs) Whoever wins at the end of the season gets the podcast. i will tell you right now. I am going
1: down swinging. All Friday right. night, back on Unimas after a week's reprieve. Is it Unimas? No. It's Univision. Isn't Isn't it Univision, actually. Univision? No, it's Univision. Is it it's-
0: Univision? No. <laughs> I'm trying to over Americanize it. I,
1: I about to say, how are you more American than me? <laughs> Stand out, I'll show happened. you my birth certificate. All right, fair enough. Is that the long form? Okay, Orlando. How dare uh, you! Orlando at was home. Born in Illinois. <laughs> Orlando at home against DC United, 7 p.m. Unimas. Orlando.
0: Me too. I'm taking Orlando with a win, not a big one. Yeah, <laughs> not a big one. I'm just gonna go with. Uh, oh, I'm doing one nil. I'm
1: I'll, I'll one have nil. two nil Orlando for that match. Okay. I think. I think they finally figured out how to score in the run of play, and I think DC, despite the fact that you got much better performances by your forwards in the last match, it, I, I still have a lot of questions about DC Saturday uh, 3 p.m. Chicago at home against Toronto. Toronto should have Josie back for this and Michael Bradley back for this game.
0: I'm taking a Toronto away win. I'm still not sold on Chicago, even though they had a victory last week. I'm doing Toronto one, Chicago nil, at home in
1: Chicago. I am going to take a one-one draw in this match. Mold. I I think Chicago has figured out how they can best use Harry Ship, and that cannot be a bad thing.
0: Holy shit!
1: And, <laughs> oh, you. I don't have to bleep that. Uh, Colorado at home against New England, seven p.m. That's on altitude and my TV thirty-eight.
0: Nil-nil draw. Very that frustrating. Would not be surprising. A very frustrating nil-nil draw. Ugh. There's going to be chances, and they're not going to get finished.
1: I'm going to take a one-nil away win. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're Taking
0: an away win for New am. England, yes, who has struggled to score goals all I season am. long.
1: They've convinced me. In Colorado, at has altitude, not. I- indeed. Yes. Uh, Saturday, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Why is anyone awake? Uh, Vancouver at home against LA Galaxy. That's on TSN and uh, TWCSN LA
0: galaxy away win galaxy away win 2-1 in bc place in vancouver
1: i am picking another draw i want to say 1-1 vancouver uh, excuse okay. me 1-1 vancouver like they're gonna win the draw that basically is a win when you get a draw against la when really you get a draw against, a-
0: if you if you walk away with any points against la that's a victory
1: yeah that's that's a 1-1 draw in my book uh seattle at home against houston uh is clint dempsey back or is uh, he still injured uh, that's gonna be the question
0: okay uh you know what i'm taking seattle Taking Seattle for the victory because Obafemi Martins is healthy and he'll be playing. Yes. Um. Oh, scoreline. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, I, I got. I got ahead of myself. Uh, I'm gonna do two one. I'm giving Houston a goal.
1: I'm gonna say Seattle two Houston nil. I'm also gonna pick Seattle, but I think Houston's not gonna get. I, I think Seattle done. is gonna contain them. I think it's it's gonna be a, a pretty good performance from Seattle. All right, uh, this is the
0: game for Saturday.
1: Portland at home against Dallas. I think
0: it is. Mm, okay. I think it is one Dallas coming in hot. All right. They Game's were at 10.30, First uh, of all, I'll be in bed, but <laughs> they coming, I'm not going to watch it. I mean, come on. Coming, <laughs> <in>, uh, <laughs> coming in super hot. They were able to hold Seattle. They're very confident coming in. Portland knows they have to prove that they are a decent team. Yeah. they have had chances. They have the players on paper. They should be doing a lot better. They're at home. They're in front of the Timbers Army. It'll be sold out like it always is at Providence yeah. Park. Yeah. I'm taking a Portland Timbers win. 2-1. One, 2-1. Two, one. two Timbers goals, one Dallas goal. <sighs>
1: See, this is very... I had to
0: take... I had to do a both You take. can't
1: do, like, a conditional one, can you? Like, if Blas Perez plays... No. Then you, okay.
0: That's not how the rules work. This
1: is for the podcast. So, I'm going to say... I'm going to take a draw again. I'm going to take a 2-2 two, two draw. What? Four goals? Four goals. Because both teams can score. And both... Well, and at least Portland can't defend. <laughs> but they're at home. That's that counts for something. I'm giving them a home advantage. Indeed. Sunday, uh, 5 p.m. This is on ESPN2 and ESPN Deportes. Deportes. Uh, San Jose at home, at, at excuse me, against Braille Salt Lake.
0: Ooh, home in yeah. Avaya. So I still, I love Avaya Stadium. They looked very good playing there. I don't know if Avaya's a fort or not yet for right. them. Right, But good they point. looked very confident there. They looked very comfortable there. I still can't count out RSL. I'm going to do a draw, and it's going to be a 1-1, and I think it's going to be late. I Oh, jeez. This is
1: a tough one.
0: It's very tough. Because honestly, honestly, Ginger's for one second. Honestly, this game could go in any direction. I it honestly really could. Know. But I'm going with a 1-1 draw. I don't think San Jose drops a loss this early in their Avaya Stadium history. <sighs> but if they were going to, it would beat RSL. Yeah.
1: I, uh, I'm going to say two one RSL. I'm going to take the away win from RSL wow. in in the cauldron that is Avaya Stadium. It's cauldron, right? Because
0: that's what Kansas
1: City refers to. Listen, they don't have that trademarked. They, are, no, are, just like are, New York City doesn't uh, have city trademarked. They, they I can would, say what I try. want. 7, seven p.m. would try <laughs> seven p.m. on Sunday. Sporting KC at home against Philly. Oh, in the blue cauldron. That's the one, or just the I cauldron. Had to, I had to do this. Listen. forced to do that. Who are you going to take in this game?
0: Sporting. I'm taking Sporting KC in this game. They're at home. They look good against New York City, who I don't know, might be terrible. It's unclear. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I think Sporting KC does very well at home. They're going to come
1: out of there
0: 2-0. I'm sorry, Philadelphia.
1: I will tell you that until I've been on Philly's bandwagon because they do you link up well. on the Philly bandwagon. But until they prove to me that they can finish, I, I would I'm gonna agree with you. Now, here's the thing though. Um, I th- I don't think Graham Zusy is gonna play in this game because he went off injured against New York City. So I oh, real early in that game, too. Yeah, like thirty fifth minute or something like that. So that's
0: how you know that's a real injury.
1: Yeah, and it was non contact as well. Um, that's never good. It was a hamstring, I think. Yeah, but got um well, because we're playing Mexico soon, so I have no yeah. concerns. Oh man, this is a tough one. I'm gonna say Ooh I will take I I'm gonna have the oh you're gonna kill me. The, I'm, I'm gonna to take a you. one one draw on this one. Really? Yeah, I am. Is uh Rista is he scoring? He must be. He's gotta be, right? He's gotta be. It's, it doesn't look like He's Sebastian he's be. um they call him El Colorado. Which really? means, yeah, because apparently that has something to do with, like, red, and he's the ginger. That's because oh, he's that's from fantastic. Venezuela, and he's ginger. Right? Fantastic. It's perfect.
0: When you watch MLS games on Spanish television, on Unimas, you, you mm-hmm. when Chicago plays, they yeah. refer to you Jeff Lorentowitz, as Big Red. And they say it in that's English. Amazing. And they say it in English. And they'll also announce players' names as their full name. Like, first, middle, last. And I love it. Mm. I don't know why. So, because this is an interesting week. We should look at two additional games. I was, I was
1: hoping that you were going to notice that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. all playing away at Alajuelense in the... Uh, and in Costa Rica. Indeed, in the CCL. Did you know Jurassic Park is off the coast
0: of Costa Rica? That's a story for another time. <laughs> I'm actually taking this, as
1: this game as a draw. Yeah. I'm taking it as a 1-1 draw. Wait, is this for points, the CCL? Did we get points, me and you?
0: I don't think we do. I think we only get
1: MLS points. Okay, so we
0: didn't count it when we did predictions for um, the Mexico oh, for the
1: national team. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we'll
0: still we'll still do our picks. Cool. Yeah, that's not for the podcast. One 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 draw. And if I they walk out per- of there with
1: a one one draw, they're in the final. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think that's perfectly reasonable. I I, I would say one one as well. I think it's a good that's a good. Now pick. that I've said
0: this, because I'm starting to become a Montreal fan, only in Champions League play. Uh, the will yeah, yeah, terribly. Yeah. Vancouver-Columbus Wednesday. Do you want to take that one? That's or an MLS you... match, right? That's an MLS match. The question now, yeah, we should take that because that'll be before yep,
1: it's before the next podcast comes
0: out. Vancouver-Columbus in Vancouver. I've been taking hashtag new crew so many times. Much to your detriment. <laughs> gotta take Vancouver. I didn't take them in the other game. I gotta take them in this one.
1: I agree. 2-0 Vancouver for me. I was going to take 2-0. We're both taking
0: 2-0. Vancouver is going to be angry from that away mm-hmm. loss that they're going to have. Well, it won't be an away loss. It'll be a home loss.
1: Also on that night, I just want to say you're going to find out uh, Club America plays at home against Herediano, And I think you're also going to find out how serious Club America is about this CCL uh, and what kind, of field, what kind of team that they put on the field. Correct
0: me if I'm wrong. Didn't they lose that game 3-0?
1: I think so. The previous one? Yeah. but you, They've got a lot of work to do down there do. in
0: Estadio Azteca.
1: Indeed. See, it's 100,000 people. That place is crazy. Ways that you can get in touch with us, gingers at Jeff is famous on Twitter, at oh. Alex S. Kibbler on Twitter. That's oh. me. At Straight Red Pod on Twitter. Oh. Straight Red Podcast on Instagram. <laughs> Straight Red on Facebook. And you can email us your questions at straightred at iCloud.com. Oh. And now it's time for quiet time with Jeff. Jeff.
0: Welcome to Quiet Time with Chad. It's always a pleasure to have you. As you know, because you all follow me on Twitter, we had a little bit of an adventure (laughs) with storytelling and art. Art is the foundation of culture. Without art, we're just a bunch of animals in a zoo. (laughs) Don't be an Alex Kibler.
1: Whoa! Be, wait a minute. Be a
0: Jeff Ross. Go
1: forth in soccer while I beat him <laughs> up. <laughs> no, I've got a mean right hook. Have you seen the original Transformers movie? The one the animated and, uh, one. Uh, Leonard Nimoy, like yeah, literally, and um, Orson Welles. Orson it's Welles. his last movie. Orson Welles. He's Unicron, yes. or something like that. He is Unicron. Oh, fantastic! I Here, haven't seen it. No, here's something that I thought I knew that Jeff didn't know. Clearly not. I thought I had finally gotten to like the up the echelon of knowledge because Jeff didn't know something. Nope, nope. Oh, it's a unicorn. I guess that's not what I said. I don't like. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sound like that.